I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here with a big announcement. You can now watch new episodes of the No Spin News live on Samsung TV+. Plus. Tune in each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV for breaking news, honest analysis, and the best election coverage in America. Please join me, Bill O'Reilly, at the first TV now available on Samsung TV+. Plus. Start watching today on your Samsung television, Galaxy devices, or the Samsung TV Plus mobile app. Check out the No Spin News each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV, Samsung TV Plus. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. The Joe Biden classified document scandal gets even messier. The culture wars are getting dumber, and the Republican Party has a good old-fashioned sex scandal, and this time it's gay. This is Can Cancel Rob Smith. Well, 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 problematics. This Joe Biden classified document scandal just keeps getting so much worse. I mean, honestly, it's not the most exciting news cycle in the world right now. So let's just get into this classified document scandal. Uh, this is one of the big, biggest things that's going on right now. So now we're finding out a, a couple of things. First of all, have you heard that... Hunter Biden has recorded $49,910 rent payments to the same home that the classified documents were found in. These classified documents that were locked in the garage by Joe Biden's own admission right by the Corvette. So add this to everything else that we know about what's been going on with Joe Biden, about the Hunter Biden ties of Ukraine, about the fact that Bobolinsky has been on the record multiple times. By the way, I hope Bobolinsky has 24-7 security and somebody tasting that man's food because there are a lot of very powerful people that that want Tony Bobolinsky dead. Um, Bobolinsky going on the record saying that 10% to the big guy, that Joe Biden is the big guy, that fundamentally we have more than enough evidence to, to correctly surmise that Joe Biden was currying favor with foreign, with foreign governments 
while he was vice president is probably doing the same thing right now and using Hunter Biden to do this. Again, this should be one of the biggest political scandals in American history, but we do not have a mainstream media that is at all interested in this because it would hurt a Democrat. Now, this is from Breitbart News, and this is back from the uh, to the $50,000 rental deposit, right? So emails found on Hunter's laptop from hell show Hunter paid a $49,910 rental deposit to the House of Sweden for an office for the Biden family business's venture with the China Energy Company, CEFC. The Biden family had previously negotiated a deal with CEFC, whereby President Joe Biden would receive a 10% equity stake in the joint venture. This is something that, again, came from Tony Bobolinsky. Now, problematics, you know, I'm not Sean Hannity. Like, I'm not, I don't really dive in, I don't do deep dives into this whole political intrigue and anything like that, unless it's something that's real, okay? This is something that is very real. I mean, this is actually shocking. And to get into just how shocking this actually is, think if they had found, I mean, and these people threw the book at Trump for years and years and years, and they found nothing even close, even close to the smoking gun that this is, okay? Now, this $50,000 deposit also matches the amount of money he logged as rent for housing on a 2018 background check document unearthed by the New York Post Miranda Devine. She is the author of the book called Laptop from Hell. She is the foremost journalist that is doing the deepest amount of work on the Hunter Biden laptop story, the connections between Biden and the Ukraine. It's all crazy. This document noted Hunter's residences, Hunter's residence was the Biden home in Wilmington, Delaware, which is, of course, where Biden kept those classified documents right by the Corvette. So this is actually crazy, problematics. Like, this is actually crazy. Okay, I'm not a crazy person. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. This is all documented. But like, these are facts. These things are all documented, and these are all things that the mainstream media is completely ignoring right now. And what they want to do is they're doing a little sleight of hand here. They want to pretend that they're being very serious and tough about these classified documents, but they're not really digging any deeper into where the classified documents were, what is on, you know, all of this other stuff, because all of this stuff lines up together with all of the Hunter Biden stuff. It is actually crazy. And this is what Elise Stefanik had to say about this. She's the third most senior House Republican. She says that Hunter and the, quote, Biden crime family will be held accountable for their threats to national security. Each day, this is her on Twitter, each day it becomes clearer that Joe Biden and the Biden crime family are corrupt and significant threats to national security. Our Republican House majority will hold them accountable. Now, the reason that all of the mess that happened about a week and a half ago happened with Kevin McCarthy is because these new House Republicans, now that they have the majority, they wanted to ensure that these were not just toothless investigations. Now, Kevin McCarthy is so dirty that he probably would not have even looked into any of this stuff. He probably would not have even had meetings about this, committees about this, investigations, etc. If Kevin McCarthy wasn't neutered, in the way that the so-called Patriot 20 neutered, neutered him. 
Um, and basically, like Kevin McCarthy is speaker in name only. He has very little power at this point. If they had not neutered him in this way, if they had not caused all of that drama that week, if they have not caused all of this strife and people lunging at Matt Gates and apparently Lauren Boebert and Margie Taylor Greene got into a screaming match in the bathroom, if all of this drama had not happened, the reason that this drama happened is so that people could be rest assured that Kevin McCarthy is not going to take some backdoor deals from the Biden crime family or Nancy Pelosi or any other powerful Democrats um, to not investigate this stuff. And McCarthy has a long history of believing in absolutely nothing but himself and his own money and his own power. So he absolutely would have done this. He absolutely would have done this. So now he doesn't have the power to. So now the House is going to investigate these things. Okay? This is a big deal. He is a sitting president. And let me tell you something. They impeached Trump twice for less than this. Okay? And for me, and I've thought this before, this classified documents thing. Um, if this House majority does not impeach Joe Biden, then they are fundamentally weak. Trump was impeached for far less than this, and he was impeached twice for far less than this. And I think the House Republicans should impeach Joe Biden. I think that they should not back down from that. I think that they should be strong. They should be tough. They should impeach Joe Biden. I I absolutely 100% think that they should. And I think that they are missing a major opportunity if they don't. And it doesn't matter, House Republicans. It doesn't matter what CNN or MSNBC is going to say about you. I know that some of you want so badly to be one of the good ones. I know that you want to go on CNN. And I know that you want, you know, Don Lemon to pat your little head. And I know that you, you know, you you wish that you can go to the Met Gala. And I know that you want to go to MSNBC. And I know that you want so badly to be one of the good ones. I know some of you House Republicans are like this. I know that you are. But get over it. Because Biden needs to be impeached. And by the way, if these Democrats have the majority, and by the way, when they did have the majority, they impeached Trump for less. And I am so tired, and I know the Patriot 20 and a lot of these new House Republicans are so tired of weak Republicans in in power. They are sick of it. They are sick of weak Republicans that don't want to do anything, that don't want to rock the boat, that only want to be either be loved by the liberal mainstream media or be loved by CNN, MSNBC, whatever, or to just not rock the boat, sit down, do the same insider trading that both sides of Congress do, by the way, and sit there and get wealthy over 10, 15, 20 years in Congress like everybody else. People are sick of it. People are sick and tired of it. In this Congress, I I hope and pray, and I know a lot, I, I know a couple of these Congress people, and the ones that I know have integrity, the ones that I know are here to make change, and I hope that they make the kinds of fundamental changes that need to happen in Congress. Up they vote for term limits. Up they vote that people that are holding congressional office cannot make stock trades. They need to make the swamp just slightly less swampy. But like I said, with all of this stuff that we know now about Joe Biden, if these people do not impeach Joe Biden, they are weak. They are fundamentally weak. And is our Democrats on the left, and I know I, I asked this question last episode, I'm going to say it again. 
I did not think before until I, I started connecting these dots and thinking about all of this other stuff. This stuff, and there's a report right now, by the way, that this stuff is interfering with what was supposed to be Biden's 2024 announcement. So he was going to announce for 2024. He was going to ride the wave of uh, them, them, them losing less seats than they thought in the House, and they're going to ride the wave, and they're going to you know pretend as if things were going great. All these people can do is pretend, because anybody that has eyeballs and that can look around right now knows that, that things are not going well. And so now this is getting in the way of his, his 2024 announcement. I do believe that this was intentional. I do believe that this stuff is being slowly leaked out for a reason. They want Joe Biden gone. They do not want this man at the top of the ticket in 2024, nor do they want Kamala Harris. They know that these people are fundamentally weak. I do not know who they want, but they don't want Joe Biden and they don't want Kamala Harris because they know that if these people run against anybody other than Donald Trump, they will look so fundamentally weak, they will lose and they will lose big time. Their only hope is for Trump to get the nomination in 2024. That is the only hope for the Democrats. Now, Trump's launch has been so lackluster, so disappointing, so low energy, and just so frankly weird that he's not the big steamroll that everybody thought he was going. Everybody thought he was just going to come out and he was just going to announce and everybody was just going to be, oh my God, we can't wait to have Trump president again. And he was just going to steamroll everybody and everybody was going to be so scared. That's not happening. Trump, Trump has less, he just has less power than he ever had before. Everybody's over it. Democrats know this, and they know that he's their only hope to retain power. So they're trying to get Joe Biden out. They're trying to put somebody else in there. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be, but this stuff is not a mistake. Rest assured that Democrats are trying to get Joe Biden out because they do not want him at the top of the ticket in 2024. All right, coming up, folks, our culture wars are getting so stupid that everything from gas stoves to the awful new Martin Luther King sculpture are now becoming left-right culture war issues. I will get into all of this idiocy after the break. Bill O'Reilly here with a big announcement. You can now watch new episodes of the No Spin News live on Samsung TV+. Plus. Tune in each weeknight at 8 p.m., on the first TV for breaking news, honest analysis, and the best election coverage in America. Please join me, Bill O'Reilly, at the first TV now available on Samsung TV+. Plus. Start watching today on your Samsung television, Galaxy devices, or the Samsung TV Plus mobile app. Check out the No Spin News each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV, Samsung TV+. Plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. 
Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. All right, Problematics, I got I got to ask you this. Is it me or are our culture wars just getting dumber and dumber every single day? So, of course, yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. And Martin Luther King Day is always a very interesting day on the internet, especially if you're somebody that does social media or does Twitter, because it is the day when Republicans talk about what MLK said about the content of people's character and all of that other stuff. And this is when, it's basically when both sides of the aisle try to like use uh, Martin Luther King to sort of push their agendas. So Republicans will say, you know, what Martin Luther King really wanted was for people to be judged by the content of their character. And then what Democrats will say is that if Martin Luther King was uh, alive today, he would be battling for, you know, BLM and leftism and, and, you know, he would be standing with the Democrats who, you know, just use black people and victimhood and, and whatever to maintain political power, which is something that they've been doing for decades at this point. So it's always interesting to just watch that. I didn't tweet about MLK Day at all. I just, I don't know. So that I didn't think it was important or that I didn't think, you know, Martin Luther King was a civil rights icon or just an American icon or anything like that. It just it just seems like yet another thing to become a part of the culture wars. And for me, and I'm going to get to Martin Luther King uh, in, in a second. To me, it's like the culture wars are getting dumber and dumber nowadays. I mean, last week, apparently everybody was obsessed over gas stoves versus electric stoves. And this is how this goes. The far left and Democrats will present a, a stupid idea. They'll be like, oh, it's time to ban gas stoves, right? And then normal people, and this is not just conservatives or Republicans, just normal people will say, well, you know, this is a stupid idea uh, because I like gas stoves. And I got to tell you, side note, problematics, I live in Miami right now. And in Florida, electric stoves are a thing. They're not, I don't personally like cooking on electric stoves. Everything just takes longer. They take longer to heat up. Just like everything takes just a little bit longer with an electric stove. But anyway, most normal people are like, you know, I don't want gas stoves banned. Uh, I, you know, I like my gas stove. And then all of a sudden the media says, oh, <laughs> how Republicans ignited a culture war about gas stoves. It's really quite like, if you see this stuff enough, it just becomes comical the way this stuff works, right? And if you spend enough time on social media like I do, because it's literally my job to know these things, it's just like the culture wars get dumber and dumber every single day. And it's not that just, it's not a Republicans pounce thing. It's that Democrats and the left say something stupid. And then normal people say this is stupid. And then the left says, look at those evil Republicans. Now they hate gas stoves. It's maniacal. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. And if you want to get super conspiracy theorist about the whole gas stove thing, uh, it, it connects to the, the fact that, you know, Democrats on the left want electric cars. You know, they want... They want structures that they can shut down with a massive power grid, right? And you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to realize that these people want total, fundamental, utter control. And this is why they're always pushing electric anything. All right. So back to MLK. There is a statue that was unveiled. I know all of you saw it. 
uh, a monstrosity of a sculpture that was unveiled. It's called the Embrace. It was uh, Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King embracing, but it's not, you know, their bodies embracing. It's literally just their shoulders. It just does not... It's not appealing to the eye. Maybe there's an argument that can be made for the fact that this sculpture is something that needs to be experienced in person. The thing had went viral all kinds of ways. And this was, you know, left, right, and center, black people and white people are just literally looking at this thing like, okay, well, this is stupid. And it doesn't make any sense. I think Megan Kelly said it looked like somebody holding a large penis, which is, you know, pretty much what it looks like. So it's like, this is a joke. It's It's funny. And so now Democrats pounce and Democrats have pounced on this idea that it is only Republicans that think that this statue is idiocy and idiotic and ugly to look at and looks like an enormous penis because they hate Martin Luther King uh, <laughs> by extension, all black people. It, you know, it, it's really quite something the way that these people can project race and racism onto Every single thing. It, it you know, it's 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 quite a talent, honestly. And so, and I'm gonna bring up actually, I'm gonna play for you a little bit of this CNN this morning segment, where you know Don Lemon, uh, you know, being the race warrior that he is, you know, Don Lemon and, and everybody else on the CBS this morning segment, you know, they they have to bring in the sculpture of this MLK statue because now this is what the mainstream media has to do. They have to make this into some sort of partisan issue, and they have to train uh, Democrats and, and liberals and people on the left that have probably seen this statue and think that it's as stupid as any Republican or conservative or independent. Now they have to train these people to think that this is a part of the culture war. It's very... it. Like, guys, when you watch this stuff, it is just the most bizarre thing in the world how this propaganda works. And it's like, once you see it, you cannot unsee it. And I got to tell you, Problematics, I never thought that I would be this person. I never wanted to be this person. But the more and more you look at this stuff, it is so obvious, you know, how people are being propagandized. So I'm going to play for you just a little bit of this clip. This is, you know, Don Lemon uh, and the crew on CNN just gushing to this sculptor about how brilliant and beautiful and amazing this ugly thing is. Okay, so a monument meant to honor the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife Coretta Scott King's legacy, facing some backlash, the Embrace, uh, it's called the Embrace, the statue, was unveiled Friday on the Boston Common, uh, where King gave a speech back in 1965. It was inspired by a photograph of the couple hugging after Dr. King won the Nobel Peace Prize back in 1964. So look at the hands in the picture and then look at that. The art piece designed by conceptual artist Hank Willis Thomas only features a couple's arms during the embrace and not their heads, which has sparked a mixed reaction. It's not the missing heads that's the atrocity, although people glam onto that. It's a stump that looks like a penis. That's a joke. Look at this. Look, YouTubers, I'm sorry, but that's a, that looks like a giant penis right there. I'm sorry, it does. I think the artist did a great job. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied, but it represents something that brings people together. All right, not sure why we played some of that because it's just obviously trolls, but listen, um, the, joining us now is conceptual artist behind the statue, Hank Willis Thomas. 
Good Thanks. morning. Good morning. Thanks. Thanks. How are you? Welcome to Great to see you. I got to tell you, I saw the small version and, and the concept beforehand at the dinner, and I thought it was fantastic. There are lots of people who think it's fantastic, and you don't really care that this... I mean, I care, because, I mean, how could you not think about Dr. King and Mrs. King's legacy and not care, you know? But also, when you put art in the world, you can't control what people see. You know, I think about the Rorschach test, the inkblot test, you know? What you see says a lot about what you about see about you? the world. And so I, I, the work is meant to be gone into. It's, it's a call to action. You go in and, and be in the heart of their embrace. So what people see online, I can't really control. I love this um, because it makes you think more deeply. And I love so much focus is in, uh, on Dr. King and not on her, right? And it's a it's a couple and the importance of that support and power. But also you say there are so many monuments of the kings that we don't see them as real people. That was your goal here. Yeah, I wanted to capture, like, embody the feeling of love in their relationship. You yeah. know, there's a quote that really inspired this piece and uh, it's from Mrs. King's book, My Love, My Legacy. Um, um, but it says, uh, to, to, to me, the beloved community is a realistic vision of an achievable society, one in which problems and conflicts exist, but are resolved peacefully and without bitterness. The beloved community is a state of heart and mind, a spirit of hope and goodwill that transcends all boundaries and barriers and embraces all creation. Mm -hmm. So the idea of the beloved community that they talked about, that we forget about, is what I was hoping, and I'm hoping, well, I know whenever I see someone go in, they feel. What does it mean for you to be able to contribute to their legacy in this way? I, it's unbelievable. Boston Commons, the oldest continuously used public space in the country, dating back to the 1600s. You know, to have a monument to descendants of slaves who were inspirational beings who will be known and talked about for centuries um, and celebrated through this work is something that I'm, I'm eternally grateful for. Okay, so a couple of rapid fire questions. So you're happy with it? Oh, over the joke. No, the there are no plans to modify or change it? No. Would you do that if they asked, if asked? I, I mean, by who? Yes. Do you hear that? Ladies and gentlemen, CNN and the, the great Don Lemon says that if you have any issue with uh, this piece of art, then you're a troll. And it's um, the interesting thing, I, just watching these people and just watching Poppy Harlow, she's the, like watching a terrified white liberal just being afraid to have any sort of criticism of this i think is fundamentally hysterical and i think that people love to hate megan kelly because megan kelly number one has got more money than jesus christ like literally nbc paid her 70 million dollars to go away like literally sign me up for that job please like put me in coach i want it but the the reason why people hate her is because she just is the only one, like she's the only media white lady that says what all of these terrified liberals are afraid to say. I think it's hysterical. Um, I think it's really interesting that now everything has to be a culture war and these uh, evil uh, conservatives and these evil trolls are disrespecting Dr. King's legacy by criticizing this awful sculpture. Our culture wars are getting really, really stupid, folks. All right, Problematics, there is nothing like a good old sex scandal in the Republican Party. Oh, and there is a big one brewing right now. It's a gay one as well. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I will get to that right after the break. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, Problematics, welcome back. So, look, I don't know if you realize it or not, but, you know, the Republican Party and Republicans in general are not the biggest fan of gay people or the LGBTQ or any of the far left, any of that crap. They're just not fans of gay people at all, which is very funny to me because there seem to be so many closeted homosexuals running around the Republican Party, allegedly. (laughs) allegedly okay i'm not trying to get sued uh, by anybody so uh, let's get into the newest and latest and greatest gay sex scandal that is rocking the republican party right now matt schlapp is being sued for 9.4 million dollars by an aide to herschel walker who accused him of sexual assault now this story broke a couple of weeks ago that this aide uh, went to the daily beast and said that you know Matt Schlapp sexually assaulted him right and so if you don't know who Matt Schlapp is think CPAC okay he is the chairman of the American Conservative Union a very very powerful forceful figure in the Republican Party uh he and his wife Mercedes Mercedes a Fox News contributor buckets and buckets and buckets of money uh between the two of these people I remember reading a story and you guys can fact check me on Google I think that someone paid Matt Schlapp $750,000 in consulting fees over the over a period of 2 weeks in order to uh get Trump to pardon this person before he left office and it didn't even happen. So he got $750,000 in two weeks to do a job that he did not do. So this is a very wealthy, influential, famous, powerful person within the Republican Party. I've met Matt Schlapp once or twice, didn't really quite register. You know, I knew CPAC was kind of a big deal. Like at this point, if you're under 60 years old, CPAC is, is pretty much irrelevant Uh, I don't go to CPAC anymore. They're boring. It's full of swamp creatures. The average age is about 85. So (laughs) it's, uh, it's not for me. But anyway, so this is what this person said. This is what the accuser told the Daily Beast. He said that he drove Schlapp to two Atlanta bars in October before he ultimately drove him home. On the way to Schlapp's hotel, the then Walker staffer said Schlapp groped and fondled him. And this is the as-yet-unnamed person that is quoted by the Daily Beast saying, Matt Schlapp of CPAC grabbed my junk and pummeled it at length. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell is going on that this person is literally doing this to me? I'm supposed to pick this MFR up in the morning and just pretend like nothing happened. This is what I'm dealing with. So this is what this person told the Daily Beast. And he said that, He would, I think that he said he would come out with his real identity if Schlapp denied the allegations or anything like that. Um, He never came out with this identity. I think the Schlapps had denied this. So now uh, the New York Times is reporting that they are both named in a defamation lawsuit that was filed on Tuesday. This is from the New York Times. The lawsuit also accuses Mr. Schlapp and his wife, Mercedes Schlapp, who served as Mr. Trump's White House Director of Strategic Communications of Defamation and Conspiracy, claiming that they coordinated a campaign to discredit the Walker aide and his allegations. A lawyer for the accuser said in a statement that the lawsuit, which asks for at least $9.4 million in damages, had been filed in part because Mr. Schlapp had not apologized for, quote, 
his despicable actions. Schlapp has maintained his innocence and floated the possibility of legal action against his accuser. He said uh, that the accuser's quote-unquote real agenda is working in concert with the Daily Beast to attack and harm the Schlapp family, and he called the complaint false in a statement shared on Twitter. All right, so I said at the beginning of this segment, there are a lot of gay people in the Republican Party that is not a huge fan of gay people. There are a lot of closeted gay people that are in the Republican Party right now. There are a lot of gross, closeted, old, gay, lecherous men in the Republican Party that hit on young boys, that hit on young staffers, that use their power and their wealth and their influence and all of that stuff to do deviant things to young, impressionable, attractive men in the Republican Party. This is just a thing that happens. And I am not even talking about Matt Schlapp here. I have no idea whether this is true or false. Uh, I have my suspicions, but I don't want to get sued. And my suspicions is this, and and we'll say allegedly, I'm a political commentator and, and I commentate on this world. Um... I think that there are a lot of closeted people in the Republican Party. There are a lot of old men that are closeted. There are a lot of closeted old men that are very wealthy and very powerful and that are married to women that are also very wealthy and very powerful and that everybody has a vested interest in keeping said proclivities under wraps. And I think that that happens a lot in the Republican Party. I Again, I do not know if this is true or this is false, but... For me, when I think about these things, and I said this even during the uh, the Me Too movement and all of this other stuff, and by the way, uh, the Republican Party is definitely due for a Me Too reckoning. The things that I know and the stories that I hear would make your skin crawl, but these are not my stories to tell. What I will say is this, and like I said, I said this during the Me Too movement, uh, people are generally not... People generally don't lie about things like this. Uh, People generally don't seek out the disruption that it causes to their lives. People generally do not seek out uh, being villainized and and being, you know, made to seem like something they're not and being humiliated and being dragged through the mud and and going up against people that are much more wealthy and powerful than them. People generally don't make things up like this out of thin air. So even during the Me Too era, even, you know, stuff like this, even when the stuff came out about, you know, Herschel Walker and uh, assaulting, you know, his ex-girlfriends and, and, and physically assaulting them and doing all of this stuff, I was likely to believe that those things were true as well. And that's just the reality of the situation. Whether this is true or not, I do not know. Um, I have my suspicions about what goes on there. But what I do know, probably for a fact, what I can tell you is this is that this lawsuit will more likely than not be settled. It's not going to be settled for $9.4 million, but it's going to be settled for something. Everybody's going to have to sign not NDAs. Eventually, the Schlapps will make some sort of statement that says, uh, we settled this because the disruption to our family was blah, 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 and, and we didn't want to drag our family through this. We maintain our innocence. Yada, yada, yada. We all know how this goes. 
And when you get around DC and when you start hovering around the Republican Party and, and you start hearing things over and over and over again about in the things that from, you know, of figures that we all know, things that we have all heard. And I tell you, when you get closer to things, you start hearing even more about who's gay, who's doing this, who's doing that, who played with what boy. It's just there's a lot of closeted gay dudes in the Republican Party. That just is a thing. Okay, these people are closeted because they don't want to be out. They're closeted because they're of a certain generation. They're closeted because they have a certain amount of wealth, power or privilege, and they don't want to let that go. Even though everybody knows what the deal is, this happens in the Republican Party as well. It happens in the Democrat Party, too. Okay, there are closeted. There are very high profile closeted Democrats and if you think that that's the party of tolerance and inclusivity and, you know, everybody's just, you know, looking to wave the rainbow flag and come out, that's not true either. And the reason why a lot of these men stay closeted in, in number one, a lot of these men are of a, a different generation. Number two, and this is the reality of the situation, is that when you when you decide to be out as a gay man, it, people are going to treat you differently. It is a, a fact. It is a very real thing. I, I go through this myself. People want to pay you less. Uh, people want to sort of disrespect you. They want to make it seem as if you're less of a man. They want to make it seem as if you're immoral. Like, all of these different things. So there is a reason why a lot of these people stay closeted. Uh, whether you're in Republican politics or, or Democrat politics, there's a reason that a lot of people stay closeted. Because not everybody's trying to come out to wave the rainbow flag. I personally decided to do all this stuff being an out gay man because I said uh, when I was done in the military, when I served under Don Asmontal, I was done with closets. I was done with being closeted. Uh, being gay is not the even the 10th most interesting thing about me, but it's not something that I feel the need to hide because of what somebody else may think about me. Right. So I just I, I sort of let that go. So this is a uh, very interesting little sex scandal that's playing out here in the Republican Party. I am very curious to see how it plays out, but I bet you, Problematics, when I give you this update in a couple of months, I bet you it will play out exactly like I said it would. There will be a settlement. There will be NDAs. Um, Matt Schlapp and Mercedes Schlapp will make some sort of joint statement, and all of it will just never be spoken of again. This is just how... Things work in the swamp of DC. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can catch Can't Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeart Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bill O'Reilly here with a big announcement. You can now watch new episodes of the No Spin News live on Samsung TV+. Plus. Tune in each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV for breaking news, honest analysis, and the best election coverage in America. Please join me, Bill O'Reilly, at the first TV now available on Samsung TV+. Start watching today on your Samsung television, Galaxy devices, or the Samsung TV Plus mobile app. Check out the No Spin News each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV, Samsung TV+.